This is the Sports Psychology Hour with Dr. Andrew Jacobs. I cannot express the gratitude what my son came and visited you. Dr. Jacobs has been in practice for 37 years as a sports psychologist. I have seen a change in youth sports in the last 10, 15 years. I've talked about it a lot on this show. The Sports Psychology Hour. The best advice on the radio each and every week. Failure and losing and screwing up is something that happens in life. It happens in sports. And I think we have to teach kids how to do that more effectively. This is where sports talk gets real. That word playing, it's gone from our society in a lot of ways with kids. And now here's your host, Dr. Andrew Jacobs. Hello, everybody. I am sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs, and welcome to the Sports Psychology Hour from our flagship station, Sports Radio 810 WHB in Kansas City. I am here every week, wide awake and ready to go and talk to you about the world of your mind and sports, how they click or how they don't. We get into issues on this show about confidence, about sportsmanship, about relationships, about focus, team building how to get along with your coach, how to get along with your teammates, how do you get mentally prepared to play. I've been very fortunate to have been a sports psychologist in my 38th year of work. Been on the radio in Kansas City for 28 years, the last 18 here at Sports Radio 810 WHB, and our show is now being broadcast around the country in numerous cities. Our list is growing on a monthly basis, excited to say. And, you know, I love doing this show because... We talk about you. We talk about how you perform. I've been so fortunate to have worked with athletes at all levels, from youth sports all the way up to the Olympics and pro teams. I work with a number of pro athletes. I was the Olympic team psychologist back in the 80s with our cycling team. 1984, we won nine medals, had not won any in 72 years, and I was privileged to be part of that organization working with them. I I love what I do because what I do is I try to help people accomplish their goals and feel better about themselves. I have a private practice here in the Kansas City area. I give speeches, seminars, and if you've listened to the show, you know I'm also an author, co-author of a book called Just Let Him Play, Guiding Parents, Coaches, and Athletes Through Youth Sports with uh, Kansas City Royals Hall of Famer Jeff Jeff Montgomery. And... USA Swimming Hall of Fame coach Pete Malone. And our book's been out for a couple of years. We've had some excellent reviews on it. And uh, if you coach kids, it's a great book. If you are a parent, it's something we all think you should read to help you make the experience fun. Fun. There's that word. What is that? You know? And that's what I want to get into today because I have a guest in the studio. She's a young lady I've known for... A long time, which makes me old. Um, she is someone who I thought about having on the show for a long time. And then recently here in the Kansas City area, she won an award called the Lifetime Sportswoman of the Year Award. Her name's Bernadette Wagner. She coaches men, women, boys, girls. I met her sometime in the 1980s. I can't remember when because I'm getting old, but I remember this woman coaching gymnasts. She had long hair and she was dynamic and vibrant and just just positive. And I've I've 
bumped into her here, here and there over the years. And then I'm like, you know, I, I want to have Bernadette on my show. So she has gotten up this morning, come into the studio, and here she is, Bernadette Wagner, Sportswoman Coach of the Year in Kansas City. Thank you for joining me today. Well, thank you for having me. You know, we've known each other a long time. Yes. Every time I see you, you always have a smile on your face. What's that about? Well, I, I elect to be happy every day. You know, you have a choice, and my choice is to be happy. Why? Well, because I enjoy what I do. I enjoy the day. I enjoy, like, driving out this morning. It was cool outside, not cold like it has been. Yes, that's correct. Yes, and it was, you know, you just say, okay, today it's going to be wonderful. You try to make it that. You know, I've had the privilege to have worked with some great coaches throughout my career. Of course, the first job I ever had was at the University of Kansas with the track and cross-country teams. And Coach Bob Timmons and Steve Kiefer, the track coaches, and Carla Coffey, the women's coach, hired me for $5 a day, one day a week. And I think that's when I started to get to know you because you were coaching male pole vaulters. What woman was coaching pole vaulters, especially male pole vaulters? And it was you. Yeah. It was you me. were you were at the beginning of this. Yes. And um, yeah. How did sure. you get started doing that? Well, I was coaching uh, the field events for women at North. The, Shawnee Mission North High School, uh-huh, where Shawnee I went. Mission North, yes. And Merlin Gish, the head coach, uh, was. He was the, a wonderful, wonderful oh, man. Oh my gosh, he was a mentor to me beyond. Um, I learned so much from him, and you know the smile on my face. He always had one. He could tell the best stories, and I enjoyed that. Um, We lost. uh, It was during reorganization of the school, and the kid that we had that was coaching pole vault was first hired or last hired, first fired, and so he was removed from the position, and Merlin said, we have to have a pole vault coach, and he said, it's gymnastics related. You're going to do it. And you said? I said, well, I don't know anything about it, but if you think that's what I should be doing, I'll do it. So that's how you started. Mm-hmm. Interesting. You've coached hundreds and hundreds of men and women. Right. Including an Olympian, Doug Lytle. Yes. Who went to high school, went to K-State, went yes. on to compete in the Olympics. Okay. Eighty, eighty-four. He, he was with me in 1980. That was my first year of coaching. And um, that was a struggle because he knew more about the event than I did. Then how did he accept I, you to coach him then? Well, um, he was my lab assistant in gymnastics, and he liked me as a teacher. So you had a relationship. So we had that going, and I was a good coach. I had coached the throws, the shot and discus, and had had state champions. And so I knew what I was doing in coaching. I just didn't know the event yet. And I was real lucky because they had open jumping up at KU at that time. It wasn't where it was considered recruitment for the college. And Doug 
and Mark Klee and Kevin Thiessen and uh, the Hayes Boys and the Buckinghams were all jumping up at KU. Top the top, top vaulters right. in the United States. Yeah, the were, Buckinghams were there when I was started work the team. So, yeah. so you got your start. You had coaches at KU who accepted you. Bob Timmons, who oh yeah, I love the man. Well, he, he loved Merlin, and so there was a and good he was an innovator. Yes, I mean, he he hired me. He said. We're going to we're going to take a chance at this. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, doesn't. But I think it's great. And, you know, got got me my start. So he helped you get started in a sense too. Yes, yes. You know, I love Bernadette. I'll tell you what. I, one of the things I love about you, your enthusiasm. You're just excited. You love what you do. I do. And see, great coaches care about their athletes. And we're going to get into that throughout the show today because I know you do. Because I've worked with athletes that you've coached. Never anything but positivity about you from from them. Always telling me, you know, Coach Wags, boy, this is she. She got on me, but she was positive about it. Okay, so we're going to get into that about coaching today because you've coached for forty five years. Yes. Okay, and you and I both know we've seen a change in parents and pressures and all the stuff. I want to get into it. And we want to open up our phone lines. If you'd like to give us a call, I'm talking to Win for Casey, Sportswoman of the Year. Lifetime Award, Sportswoman of the Year. Her name's Bernadette Wagner. She's here live in studio with us today. And I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is a privilege having her in the studio with me today. She is a very positive, upbeat person and somebody that I think if you've had her as a coach, you'll know why you love her. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. Are you an athlete, competitor, or ordinary individual who wants to learn how to relax, build confidence, and think more positively? Then the 20 Minutes to Success series of digital downloads and audio CDs from sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs are perfect for you. 20 Minutes to Success will teach you techniques to help you succeed. Dr. Jacobs covers topics like deep breathing for better focus, confidence building, and positive visualization. The 20 Minutes to Success series includes programs for individual sports like swimming, running, tennis, and baseball. You can also target overall athletic performance or relaxation. For more information and to get 20 minutes to success on digital download or CD, go to winnersunlimited.com and click products. That's winnersunlimited.com and click products. One more time, to get 20 minutes to success, go to winnersunlimited.com and click products. The world of youth sports has grown tremendously in the last few years, and with that growth comes questions. What's the right age to let my child start playing? When should winning and losing become important? And how can the youth sports experience be fun? These questions and many more are addressed head-on in sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs' book, Just Let Him Play, guiding parents, coaches, and athletes through youth sports. Written with Major League Baseball pitcher Jeff Montgomery and Hall of Fame swimming coach Peter Malone, Just Let Him Play tackles the issues that make youth sports increasingly difficult for parents, coaches, officials, and especially kids. Just Let Him Play explains the importance of winning and losing, success and failure, and why it's okay when not every athlete gets a trophy. For more information and to get your copy of Just Let Him Play, 
go to winnersunlimited.com and click products. That's winnersunlimited.com and click products. One more time, for your copy of Just Let Him Play, go to winnersunlimited.com and click products. We first opened about 10 years ago. We were, we were small, just a few of us, but it was exciting. I always dreamt of having my own business. It was kind of slow at first, but things started picking up. We had big plans. But in our wildest dreams, we never, never thought we'd have this much work. Yeah, with so many businesses caught off guard by the storm, Reed Waste Management has never been busier. What will become of your business after a disaster? Nearly two-thirds of businesses aren't prepared for an emergency, and 40% of businesses that experience a disaster never recover. Make an emergency plan now, before it's too late. For a free online tool that helps you develop an emergency plan to keep your business up and running should disaster strike, visit ready.gov forward slash business. Brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency, the American Red Cross, and the Ad Council. Most of my family, they never graduated high school or even let alone go to college, so I'm trying to break that barrier. My daughter Brooklyn was also a motivation for me to go back to school. Every day after work, went straight to school, studied hard, and, and it paid off. At age 26, Kareem finished his high school diploma. I could not have done it alone. I feel like if I didn't have anyone to push me, I wouldn't have bothered to do it. I got one milestone down the drain, and now I got to work on the next. I see the future is really bright for me. I feel like it doesn't matter the age, as long as you go back and get it done. The high school diploma is just added to the confidence, and now I feel unstoppable. No one gets a diploma alone. You have more support than you realize. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. Hello again, everyone. I am sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour from our flagship station, Sports Radio 810 WHB in Kansas City. I'm here every week as we talk about the mental side of sports on this show, and today I'm privileged to have a guest in studio with me. Her name is Bernadette Wagner. She, I don't know if you say one, you were given, you you got the Lifetime Sportswoman of the Year Award. It wasn't a contest. You were honored for this. And well-deserved, yeah. by the way. Thank you. Thank Recently, you. by the win for KC Women's Sports Luncheon, there were over 2,000 people at that luncheon. 2,060-some-odd, yes. Was it that, was huge. What was it that was, like to get that award? Um, well, number one, to have a mom and dad of a gymnast I'm coaching nominate me to think that much of me. I was overwhelmed that because I do what I do because I enjoy working with the kids and seeing them have success. And all of a sudden to have this, these parents think I should have an award, I was blown away by it. But you're, it not, coaching to, you're not coaching to get an award. No. Your award is the kids that you're working with. I know, I, I know that about you, right? Yes. Why? Well, because uh, when you hire me to coach, my job is to make sure 
that that athlete has success. That's what coaching is about, is to take the talent in front of you and make it more talented. Have them be successful in some way, not not let them be afraid of what they're doing, not let them be mad about what they're doing, but to bring about confidence and courage and uh, qualities that are going to help them in life. And I... And how do you... Okay, so how do you get that out of someone who's got a confidence problem, who's got some self-doubt, who's got some fear? Your coach, Paul Vault, which is a pretty scary well, event. Yeah. Okay, because you're, you're running down this runway, you plant this pole in a box, you fly up in the air, and then you have to come down. Right. And having worked with vaulters for my entire career... And and many who went on to accomplish a lot. Jump well, yes. Uh, I know Scott Huffman at KU was on the team when I was up there. He went on the, to vault in the Olympics. It's a scary thing. Cause yes, you, it is. You don't want to miss that pit when you come down. You don't want to land out. You well, know. it's a pretty big pit well, now. Right, but there are in people, the past it was a little smaller. <laughs> but there is that fear. Oh right? yes. So yes. how do you, as a coach, mm-hmm. get an athlete to feel confident in the pole vault? I think that you build it through practice and uh, step-by-step, making sure they are ready for what you're going to do. Uh, You don't – you try to not allow there to be failure. You – Okay. I mean, wait, wait, it's going to happen. How do you do do that? Because you're going to fail. Yes, but – um, not to let the failure be so great that it's going to shatter anything inside of them. Not to allow, I don't want my athlete to be hurt. And if you, um, if you can keep it being a challenge, but not being, uh, painful challenge, does that make sense? Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, I, I, have worked with athletes in in so many different sports, and this whole issue of fear, mm-hmm. Bernadette, comes up all the time. Right, fear of letting their coach down, fear of letting their parents down, their teammates down, fear of failure, fear of success, which is a big thing. Oh yeah, and, and that develops anxiety. It develops tension. Then you get uptight, and of course, in an event like the pole vault, look, you've coached all kinds of track and field events. You've coached gymnastics. You can't be uptight on the balance beam. No, not at all. Okay, so how do you get those young, when you coach gymnastics, and of course, you know, a backhand spring and, you know, all these things that you have to go backwards, which is very fearful on that that little bar, so you don't fall. Okay, how do you develop confidence in an athlete to believe enough in themselves to not be scared? Step by step, conditioning, making sure that you don't say, Okay, you can do a back handspring. If they're not ready for a back handspring, don't push them into doing a back handspring. Get them ready for it. Make sure that they understand what it looks like, what it's going to feel like. Step by step, you make sure that they have the abdominal strength. You make sure they have the body awareness for what they're going to accomplish. You don't say, you're ready for this. If they're not ready for this, you don't, you don't push a, a kid to, I don't push a kid to go to a bigger pole if they're not ready for a pole that's that size. And if I'm going to get them ready, 
then I'm going to try to protect them and have them have success right off the bat. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. My guest today in studio is Bernadette Wagner. She's been coaching for 45 years in the Kansas City area. She just recently achieved the Lifetime Sportswoman of the Year Award by the Win for KC Luncheon here in Kansas City. I've known her forever. She is constant positivity, but she's straightforward. She isn't afraid to tell you if you're screwing up. Okay. And I'd like to encourage you to give us a call if you'd like. She's... You know, she's one of the pioneers in coaching, especially in in track and field, coaching men as a woman. Started coaching the pole vault, coaching guys in the pole vault. Nobody did. If you have a son or daughter who's in sports and you're not sure if they're getting the right coaching, you've got a question about the coach's advice, how hard a coach pushes them, this this is the expert to talk to because she gets all that stuff. What's the difference between winning and success for you? That's a pretty hard question for well, me because I, success. Well, we're in class here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I win if a kid feels like their season was successful. I, I win if the people I'm around um, I've helped because sometimes it's – the coaches that I'm working with, and they'll come over and ask me, okay, what do you do to get um, this child to do something? So let me ask you what your definition of winning is. <sighs> Feeling good about the accomplishment that I've done. I love that because it's not about coming in first. No. Oh, no. Right? Yeah. I mean, why? Why, why shouldn't it be about coming in first? I mean, you you want to you would like to come in first. Well, that, I do like to beat people. Don't get me wrong. Well, I know you do. I, I know yeah, you do. <laughs> I do like to beat people. I do like to come in first. Yeah. Okay. But success for me in the season is that uh, we've represented Shawnee Mission North well because I coach for Shawnee Mission North. Well, or like when Shawnee Mission South and East Gymnastics did well this year, that was success. Success. So, so. it's about so it's about an accomplishment, mm-hmm. not about what place you come in. That's right. And I think that's wonderful. I'm talking to Coach Bernadette Wagner. She's the Kansas City Lifetime Sportswoman of the Year recipient. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. Are you an athlete, competitor, or ordinary individual who wants to learn how to relax, build confidence, and think more positively? Then the 20 Minutes to Success series of digital downloads and audio CDs from sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs are perfect for you. 20 Minutes to Success will teach you techniques to help you succeed. Dr. Jacobs covers topics like deep breathing for better focus, confidence building, and positive visualization. The 20 Minutes to Success series includes programs for individual sports like swimming, running, tennis, and baseball. You can also target overall athletic performance or relaxation. For more information and to get 20 minutes to success on digital download or CD, go to winnersunlimited.com and click products. That's winnersunlimited.com and click products. One more time 
To get 20 minutes to success, go to winnersunlimited.com and click products. There are many sounds in your day-to-day life. There are sounds that wake you up. Sounds that make you smile. (laughs) Sounds that energize you. (laughs) And sounds that help you relax. But there are some sounds that can alert you to danger and can help save lives. Wireless emergency alerts, now on many mobile devices, use a unique sound and vibration to bring you information about severe weather events, amber alerts, or other emergencies in your area. With critical information from local sources you know and trust, you can be in the know, wherever you are. For more information, visit ready.gov alerts. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. As an 18-year-old, I let my mistakes kind of take over my life. I was 0.5 credits away from completing high school, and I didn't do it. Ten years later, at age 28, Jackie finished her high school diploma. When I found out that I was pregnant, I know that I had to do something for myself if I wanted to make her a better person and provide a better life for her. My family never stopped pushing for me to be better because they knew what I could become and who I could become as a person. My support team is amazing. The educational director, my sister, and even my seven-year-old daughter has just been more than the support that I could ask for. I've been given an opportunity, and I'm just thankful for it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Um, hello, it's me, the designer jeans in your closet, the back of your closet. What am I doing here? Would you keep caviar in the back of your fridge with the ketchup and old milk? Yeah, I don't think so. So what happened to us? I mean, have you seen my label? I used to summer in the Hamptons, and now I'm stuck behind a pair of sweats. Sure, I never really fit you quite right, and one of my pockets is so small you can't even squeeze your hand into it. But it's all about the look. And I look good. I need to get back out on the scene so I can be seen. You know, going to fancy parties, getting expensive iced coffees, Sunday fun days, okay? So take me to Goodwill, where I can really make a difference. Your donations to Goodwill create new jobs, training programs, and education assistance for people in your community. To find your nearest donation center, go to goodwill.org. Donate stuff. Create jobs. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. Hello, everybody. I am sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. From our flagship station, Sports Radio 810 WHB in Kansas City. I'm here every week as we talk about the mental side of sports on this show. And I have a fascinating guest in studio with me today. Her name is Bernadette Wagner. She is the recipient of the Lifetime Sportswoman of the Year Award from the Win for KC organization here recently. She's been coaching for 45 years. And she's coached gymnastics. She's coached track and field. She's coached boys, she's coached girls, she's coached men, she's coached women, she's coached Olympians, college athletes, 
and she is somebody who is straightforward, positive, just just the type of person I love to talk to because our philosophies mesh. She's not afraid to call somebody out if they're screwing up. She's not afraid to get in their face, but she's also not afraid to put her arm around somebody and congratulate them for doing well. Bernadette, we were talking about winning and success. Now let's talk about losing and failure, okay? Everybody loses, everybody fails, everybody screws up. As a coach, how do you get your athletes to overcome that barrier, to overcome that obstacle, to beat that situation when it starts to affect their self-confidence, it starts to affect their mindset, it starts to bring them down mentally? Well, I would really like to say I don't like to get them in that position to start with. Well, you're not so, going to put them in that position, but no, let's no, face no. it, they can get there yes. because of expectations that they have or their parents have, or right? I mean, it comes from oh, a yes. variety of places. Oh, yes. Um, I think that you have to um, – I like to focus on the condition of the kids and use uh, fun in preparing them. Um not so much focusing on exactly what we're going after, but in getting ready to go after that. Wait, you said the word fun. Yeah. You are supposed to have fun when you're isn't, doing something you like. Isn't that what sports supposed to be about? Isn't it supposed to be about fun? Yes. But the pressure to win, okay, which, which I've talked about for, for years on the radio, mm-hmm. I think has displaced fun. In a lot of people's minds, you have to win. You have to come in first. We have to get that scholarship. We have to get this to get this to get this. And I talk about, I call it focus on effort instead of focus on results. Right? If you focus on your effort, the results will come. But if you focus on results, the effort may not be there. I mean, what do you think about that? Well, you focus on short-term goals. You put something out there that's reachable and go for that. Then you move ahead to the next one. Um, And in the process, you throw little challenges in that are um, sometimes crazy. I really like uh, physical challenges that, like, um, I I will do um, crazy stuff. Um, instead of doing a regular jumping jack, we'll do a jumping jack off of something so that there's uh, craziness about something. Craziness, think, but safe craziness. Well, yeah. You, I would never put a kid at risk if I could help it. Uh, we're, pole we're, vaulting is risky enough. Well, I don't need to, to worry about. I have a saying, a good coach checks his or her ego at the door. Oh. What do you think about that? Well, you talked about me being a coach of men, and uh, pole vaulting requires a pretty strong ego. I think if you know some of the athletes I've coached, yes. you would say that. And I do know some of them, yeah. Yes. And pole vault, and let's face it, and for, most, excuse me, for those people listening, most people probably haven't pole vaulted, right? No, that's right. Okay. And you have to have, there has to be a certain fearlessness about that, right? Absolutely. Because why? Explain it. Well, it's, it's a sport where you run full speed at a box and put the pole in the box and then allow that pole to catapult you through the air over a bar, landing in a, a big foam pit. Um, it's an Could exciting Could not have been stated any event. better than that. 
Oh, it's such an exciting event. And but you're by yourself. You know, you're a solitary athlete out there accomplishing that. I might be a coach of it, and I can stand there and watch you, but I'm not doing the event you are. And it's um, very challenging. So let me ask this question. It has requires an ego, though. Okay. Andy. Yes. Overcoming fear. Yeah. Okay? For for what you've done. Now, let's face it. If you're, when you coach shot putters, there really isn't a lot of fear <laughs> throwing a shot put or discus, right? right? I mean, unless you're the shot put catcher okay which you don't want to be all <laughs> no. right so there, there's really not a lot of fear in that and i've coached some state champions and big time ncaa throw i coached an ncaa champion in, in the shot discus back in the 80s as as a psychologist but the fear factor is a big one with pole vaulting right so um, how, how do you get i mean it, it, not for everybody but for for a lot of a lot of them it is well there's an excitement to it um and I think that the excitement of it sometimes helps them overcome that internal, I'm afraid, because you you make it so they're going to be successful. You don't make it so they're going to hurt themselves. And when they are successful, the fear of the height or the fear of not landing where you're supposed to land kind of goes, it goes away. Yes, because you bring about step by step. You challenge them and make them try to do the event, but you give them success along the way. You step by step it up so that uh, you they're know, going I, to be good. I want to interrupt you here. As I'm listening to you explain yourself, I know why you've been coaching for 45 years. Okay. It's your enthusiasm. It's it's the excitement you have about what you're doing. I do have and, a and And you care. Yeah. You care. And so an athlete who's going to be with you is going to see that emotionality, em- emotional component <laughs> And they're going to want to succeed in part to show you that 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 they appreciate what you're doing. Well, that's nice to say. Well, no, I, I, I hope I, that's I, true. You've yeah. known me long enough. I I don't BS. I say it like it is. I I believe that. Okay, I've dealt with a lot of coaches who just aren't aren't good people. Okay, it's all about them. They don't care. They you know they'll do anything they can to get what they want. They don't care about the athletes. You care about the athletes, and I know that because I work with several who who you've coached. So. The difference between success and failure you've explained. When you are a coach and you have an athlete who is struggling, who's stressing, what do you do to try to help them overcome that obstacle? Well, you go sometimes to very different things. I will use um, yoga. I will use uh, breathing. I will use a mantra. I will give them something to focus on that's going to help them feel uh, what I hope is going to help them overcome what's bothering them. Because you have to be able to read an athlete. You have to uh, meet and talk and know what they're thinking and feeling, and if their day is going good, and if it isn't going good, you don't keep them, I don't keep them pole vaulting if they're not 
able to get off the ground that day. Um, so if they can't, what do you do? Oh, um, Change things around? Yeah, for sure. You have to. I mean, I will have them catch steps. I will have them go and just do runs at a, a vault box. I will uh, have them go do hurdles. <laughs> you know, you change um have them go in and lift weights. I'm not going to keep them there beating themselves down at not being able to do something. Get them out of the negativity. Yes. Exactly. Oh, you just can't allow that to grow. Cause and negativity is so contagious. Yes. As is positivity, but yes. negativity even more so. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. My guest today is Kansas City win for KC, lifetime sportsman of the year recipient Bernadette Wagner. She's been coaching for 45 years. I've known her forever. She just just glows with positivity. And I'd love for you to give us a call if you have a question. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. The world of youth sports has grown tremendously in the last few years. And with that growth comes questions. What's the right age to let my child start playing? When should winning and losing become important? And how can the youth sports experience be fun? These questions and many more are addressed head-on in sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs' book, Just Let Him Play, guiding parents, coaches, and athletes through youth sports. Written with Major League Baseball pitcher Jeff Montgomery and Hall of Fame swimming coach Peter Malone, Just Let Him Play tackles the issues that make youth sports increasingly difficult for parents, coaches, officials, and especially kids. Just Let Him Play explains the importance of winning and losing, success and failure, and why it's okay when not every athlete gets a trophy. For more information and to get your copy of Just Let Him Play, go to winnersunlimited.com and click Products. That's winnersunlimited.com and click Products. One more time, for your copy of Just Let Him Play, Go to winnersunlimited.com and click products. Take a look under your bed. Find stuff under there? What about jobs? No? Now try your basement. There's a pair of overalls that overall you're not so into anymore. A perfectly good laptop that hasn't sat in your lap in months. And even more stuff, but still no jobs? Well, you really have both. See, stuff is defined as household articles considered as a group. Sometimes this stuff is no longer needed. Wait, no longer needed? That can't be right. Because remember those jobs you were looking for? Those are really needed, and they're the stuff inside your stuff even inside that winter coat that moved with you to Phoenix. Our job is to unlock those jobs, and it starts when you donate your stuff to your local Goodwill. Here's how we do it. When you donate to Goodwill, we sell your stuff to provide job training for people right here in your community. So just by teaming up with Goodwill, you help create jobs. And isn't that worth parting with the leftover guitar from your 80s cover band? Goodwill. Donate stuff, create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Excuse me, I know you have a 9 o'clock, so I'll keep this short. I'm the business suit in the back of your closet. You wore me nearly every day before your office went, quote, casual. I used to be the CEO of your closet. Now I'm just that one intern no one ever talks to. I always thought you'd circle back with me, get granular, keep me in the pipeline. But nada, nothing. Don't you remember the McKittrick presentation? You spilled coffee on me, and I still looked amazing during the breakout talkback Q&A. So, I think it's time for me to move on. I've got a great resume, and I absolutely crush it in interviews, okay? Let's make this a clean break. Shift the paradigm. 
The only thing I ask is that you think outside the box here and do this. Take me to Goodwill, where I can really make a difference. Your donations to Goodwill create new jobs, training programs, and education assistance for people in your community. To find your nearest donation center, go to goodwill.org. Donate stuff. Create jobs. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs from our flagship station, Sports Radio at 10 WHB in Kansas City. I'm having a fascinating interview today with the recipient of the Lifetime Sportswoman of the Year Award by Win for KC. Her name is Bernadette Wagner. <clears throat> Excuse me, I've known Bernadette forever. She has been coaching for 45 years, coached at my high school after I was there, by the way, not when I was there. And, um, She's awesome. She's coached gym, gymnasts. She's coached track and field events. She's coached an Olympian. She's coached God knows how many people who've gone on the college to compete. Um, she has as much enthusiasm as anybody you'd ever want to meet and work with. She is a wonderful human being, and it's a privilege to have her here in studio with me today. And if you'd like to give us a call, if you have a comment or question about your child, maybe about motivating them or getting them to be excited about their sport. She's the expert. She's coached men in pole vaulting before women did that. Mm-hmm. And you, sure. were, you were the beginning of that. I mean, what was that like? What was that like to be coaching? First of all, what's it like to be a woman coaching boys? Okay, because that, that's not that common. No, it was Men different. coach girls. Yes. But women don't coach boys, right? Not very, and in pole vault especially, because it's, it truly is considered a men's event. Um, women didn't even jump until 2000. Uh, in 1980, I started coaching pole vault, and I was, for 20 years, practically the only woman coach, like when I would take an athlete up to KU and at the you know, K relays, um, there would be 15 other men coaches standing down on the field. And did they and shun I would you? Be the, well, the, I wouldn't call it shunning. They just ignored me. That's shunning uh, to me. Yeah, well, it was. and. But then you had Bob Timmons who embraced you. Yeah, well, he knew Merlin, and Merlin had given me that job, and so Merlin Gish at North uh, was very close with Timmons, and uh, so it it was just different. And um, I how did you get how did you get males to accept you? I knew the event. Once I well, you said started off by not knowing it. I started off, said. but I had I had two. I had a a year with two really great guys, Jeff Buckingham's dad. Uh, Papa Buckingham and Papa Hayes, Tom Hayes's dad. I would sit between those two guys and watch vaulters, and they would say to me, "What did you see? What what, what did that kid do?" And those and two those two individuals were on the track team at KU when I first started working up there in nineteen eighty one, eighty two. Right. And I would say what I saw, and they'd say, "Well, you've got a good eye," and then they'd say, "Now, what are you going to do?" to correct what they did and get them better. And I wouldn't know. And so then they would help me. They would tell me. So you became a sponge. 
Yes, and then I went to a clinic with Steve Miller, who was the K-State coach. Who went on to work at Nike. Yes. And became very, very prominent in the Nike organization. And great, and a great guy at K-State. Great guy. Great guy. And he was very knowledgeable of the Russian-style pole vaulting. Yes. Uh, he yes. used to talk to me about that at meets. I remember him telling yes. me about that. Yes, and so, okay, I became knowledgeable. and So you watched Sergei Bubka. Oh, yeah. And I was lucky enough. I with I had Doug Lytle, but I didn't consider Doug one of my pole vaulters because he already was jumping well when I started. And so when Mark Hirsch, who is a North graduate, went fifteen six, and was invited to the Golden West, then I felt like I really was. A pole vault. You had started coach. to accomplish something. Okay, yes. let, let me let me ask this question. Um, the mental side of sports, as you know, was what I deal with. Right. How important do you see that being? How do you integrate that in as a coach? Because I, you know, I always say Bernadette, a great coach is a great psychologist, and a, a, a bad coach needs a sports psychologist. So, as as someone who obviously is aware of that. How do you implement the mental side? What do you see? How do you utilize it? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I've always felt like I could read people and um, athletes, young athletes. Um, I'm not sure how I go about implementing it. Do but you, you do. Yes, I do. But um, I'm, I'm really not aware sometimes of how I'm doing it. I, I scare myself because I'm really very unfiltered and sometimes so honest that I bring about... Uh, Tears? Yes. Okay. But and, when that, uh, but when that, when you do, do you let them I, go home crying, or do you put your arm around them and do you talk about it? Well, we we talk about and come back to why we're there, what we're trying to accomplish. I always tell my athletes, you and I are a team within the team, and our success, your success, is my success. If if you walk away from me. Then I have failed, and not you, but I have failed. And I really try to keep strong with kids. You just won this award, the mm-hmm. Lifetime Sportswoman of the Year. That that's a pretty big deal. I think okay, so, and yes. obviously, well, well deserved in my opinion, having well, known you forever. You. But what do you see in kids today to help them? accomplish their dreams, accomplish their goals, what do they need to be able to do, especially from the psychological perspective in terms of sport? Not just pole vaulting or gymnastics, but just sport in general. Enjoy themselves. Absolutely. Pick something that challenges them and isn't automatically easy and that they enjoy and that they want to... Uh, move forward at. I want to do, I'm, I'm going to do this. I want to do a shout out to one of my former athletes, Jennifer Nemeth Turflinger. She ran the Dusk to Dawn run at Waynesville 
uh, park, and that which is where? Where is that? It's in Missouri. Okay. And she ran from six o'clock last night until seven o'clock this morning because of of springing forward, and uh, she's one of those athletes. She was the first woman pole vaulter in the state. Won the state meet uh, in pole vault the first year that women pole vaulted. 2000. Wow. Yeah. So, that's she's, a quite, big so she's quite an athlete, in other words. Yes, she is. Absolutely. And I'm very proud to be associated Look, let with me, her. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Do a lot of athletes that you've coached over the years keep in touch with you? Yeah. Oh, my. Yes. Well, I, 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 before I asked that question, I knew you were going to say yes. Yeah. And I can see why. Because you showed a genuine care and concern for them as people. Well, right. They're in my heart forever. <laughs> well, but that's yeah. yeah, because that's look. The reason you won the Sportswoman of the Year award, lifetime Sportswoman of the Year award, is because of this, because of who you are, what you're about, and well, thank you. It Andy. has been a privilege today to have you here in studio with me talking, Bernadette. I mean, I, you know, we've known each other forever for a while. But, yes, yes, but but you know what? Just your smile, your enthusiasm, says it all. Well, thank anyone you. who's had you as a coach, in my opinion, is a very lucky person because they've gotten something out of life and it's made them a better person. I want to thank you so much for being here. I want to I want to congratulate you on your award. I mean, first of all, coaching for 45 years. That's that's a hell of an accomplishment. And to have accomplished what you've done with the people and the relationships that you've established over the years, that says it all about you. Well, thank you. I want well, to it's thank been you for, a pleasure. Well, if people want to get a hold of you, how can they reach you? Um, well, I'm coaching at North right now. Shawnee so. Mission North High School, Merriam, Kansas. Okay, they can just get a hold of you there. Sure. Okay. I want to thank you so much for being here today. This has been a fascinating interview. And I want to encourage anybody, if you're out there listening, you know a coach that could get, get something from learning from this interview, let them, let them listen to our podcast. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. You can hear our podcast here at Sports Radio 810 WHB. Go to the additional programming tab and, and click it on. Go to my website, winnersunlimited.com, click on the podcast, and you can get a hold of me at my website, Dr. DRJ at winnersunlimited.com. Follow me on Twitter at, at DRJ Sports Psych, at DRJ S-P-R-T-P-S-Y-C-H. Give me a call at my office, 816-561-5556. I am sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. Have a great week. You've been listening to the Sports Psychology Hour. For more information, go to winnersunlimited.com. Are you an athlete, competitor, or ordinary individual who wants to learn how to relax, build confidence, and think more positively? Then the 20 Minutes to Success series of digital downloads and audio CDs from sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs are perfect for you. 20 Minutes to Success will teach you techniques to help you succeed. Dr. Jacobs covers topics like deep breathing for better focus, confidence building, and positive visualization. The 20 Minutes to Success series includes programs for individual sports like swimming, running, tennis, and baseball. You can also target overall athletic performance or relaxation. For more information and to get 20 minutes to success on digital download or CD, go to winnersunlimited.com and click products. That's winnersunlimited.com and click products.
products. One more time, to get 20 minutes to success, go to winnersunlimited.com and click products. Most of my family, they never graduated high school or even let alone go to college, so I'm trying to break that barrier. My daughter, Brooklyn, was also a motivation for me to go back to school. Every day after work, went straight to school, studied hard, and, and it paid off. At age 26, Kareem finished his high school diploma. I could not have done it alone. I feel like if I didn't have anyone to push me, I wouldn't have even bothered to do it. I got one milestone down the drain, and now I got to work on the next. I see the future is really bright for me. I feel like it doesn't matter the age, as long as you go back and get it done. The high school diploma is just added to the confidence, and now I feel unstoppable. No one gets a diploma alone. You have more support than you realize. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. We first opened about 10 years ago. We were, we're small, just a few of us, but it was exciting. I always dreamt of having my own business. It was kind of slow at first, but things started picking up. We had big plans. But in our wildest dreams, we never, never thought we'd have this much work. Yeah, with so many businesses caught off guard by the storm, Reed Waste Management has never been busier. What will become of your business after a disaster? Nearly two-thirds of businesses aren't prepared for an emergency, and 40% of businesses that experience a disaster never recover. Make an emergency plan now, before it's too late. For a free online tool that helps you develop an emergency plan to keep your business up and running should disaster strike, visit ready.gov forward slash business. Brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency, the American Red Cross, and the Ad Council.